Church Podcast. Let's go. What's up, peeps? This is Nate Felkel, your host for the Not Church Podcast. So glad you guys are here today. We have an awesome episode in store for you. I have my friend Maddie here, who I told you would be interviewing with us. I told you she's going to give me probably lots of crap, so we can look forward to that. She's already giving me the sass look, so it's going to be great. Uh, A little background about Maddie. This is kind of cool. I met her her freshman year. And it became very obvious, actually, the first time I met her, that she had a big heart for people. One of the things I love about Maddie is that she keeps it real. Uh, She always lets me know what she's thinking, even if I didn't ask for it. That's a true fact. So I thought she'd be a perfect person to kind of kick off our interviews because one of the other things is that she's not 100% sure what she thinks about faith or religion. I think it's one of the things that she finds interesting about Sojourn and about Not Church is that it's allowing her to ask questions and explore. And as you're going to hear in some of her stories, she's never really had that opportunity before. So with all that said, with that super glowing review, Maddie, I wanted to start off by asking you if you could kind of just share your background with Christianity and faith and how you think that's kind of led you to where you're at now or what's impacted you just kind of start off super broad yeah so I grew up practicing Christianity with my family and the biggest thing that I like to call my family are C and E Catholics so Christmas and Easter Catholics that's the only time we really show our our faith I growing up I don't think we went to church more than three or four times a year and it was pretty much just around those times so that's kind of where I'm at with faith like I haven't practiced it my whole life and my parents were almost hypocritical in a way like not to be mean to mom and dad if they hear this my dad like remarried and he had kids with her and he only really went to church until the baby was baptized and then that was it right so it was kind of just showed me that faith really didn't matter too much in our family so that's pretty much where I'm at yeah why I feel like it's not super important yeah yeah I think one of the things that I think a lot of people can relate to that I find that kind of interesting is that oftentimes people have no idea why it matters or why it's important and stuff and so it sounds like that's kind of where you can relate I'm curious what what did you first think when you heard like sojourn was going to be talking about faith or whatever was maybe one of your first reactions I think I was definitely nervous to hear that because I did really enjoy because I didn't really hear much about Sojourn until after we went to that event that we went to together and when you told me about some of the community service trips that we do and I was really excited to get started with that because like you said I I love helping people but then when I heard there was a faith aspect I was kind of a little nervous Mm -hmm. but I went to the meeting about you know the the bible study meeting that we do and I enjoyed meeting everybody and hanging out and that's where I started to develop my interest with faith I should say exploring it and figuring out what the heck is going on (laughs) yeah i think another thing where so many people are at is that i i think that most of the time in a religious structure or religious group right it's kind of like you have to believe this like that whoever's leading it tells you like you have to believe this and i think maybe you experienced some of that in the past and i hope that that's not uh, what you experienced at sojourn could you maybe talk about that a little bit like kind of 
what was it about exploring faith with Sojourn that was different? I really liked it with Sojourn because it caters to people my age. With Sojourn, it's it's more casual. It's more just like this, like conversations, like someone just talking about what the Bible has to say. And it was reassuring having people my age hearing about this stuff. And even there was some people that were in the same boat as me. And there were some people that were, you know, higher up in their religion than me. But um, that was definitely what made me really like it, like yeah. learning about faith with Sojourn. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think the thing that, that just kind of I hear stand out, and it sounds like this is what you're saying that you can relate to, is that it just, <laughs> there's less pressure and it's more relevant to where you're at. Absolutely. Right? Like it's, it's stuff, <laughs> stuff you're dealing with in your life and looking and questioning, well, what does God or what does Jesus or what does the Bible have to say about Absolutely. that? Yep. And I think, I think this is where we're going in Not Church. That and This is why we're doing this podcast. This is why we started Not Church is that so many people, I think they can think, who cares? Who gives a crap about this? Why does it matter? And I think something that's really interesting is that when Jesus showed up before he started, any of the work he did, any of the stories you may have heard, him walking on water, all, you know, mm-hmm. all these crazy things that maybe you've heard or haven't heard, at the very beginning, there was friction with him and the establishment, you know, the the religious people who were in charge. One of the things that we talked about at Not Church is that from day one, it was very clear that Jesus was going to operate on a different set of rules. Did you go any concerts recently? Uh, have you been to any? Awesome. Yeah, um, last year sometime I went to Khalid over yeah, at URI. Yeah, URI. Really fun, shout, really shout fun. Shout out to URI. We had a good time. You weren't at Taylor Swift? No. No? Why not? I don't oh, we don't want to, okay, and... we're not going to get into that. That's, that's my girl. Anyway. <laughs> that's one difference we have. Yeah, that is that's <laughs> one of the things uh, Madison keeps me real on. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to get into Taylor Swift defense. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, so every great headliner has an opener, right? right? Okay, mm-hmm. that's why Taylor Swift has two openers, because she's a great headliner. Anyway, you know, one of the things that's cool is that Jesus had an opening act. That guy's name was John the Baptist. Again, if you were at Not Church, you heard this, that John the Baptist was his opening act, trying to pump everybody up in the same way that openers do. He's pumping everybody up, that something new's coming, that Jesus is coming. And all the religious people were kind of like, yo, what is this guy making all this uh, religious noise, essentially? Mm-hmm. Like, he's causing a crowd to join him and stuff. Uh, what's going on? And so they, when they went to find out, John the Baptist, Jesus' opening act, called them a brood of vipers right mm-hmm. and and uh this is one of the reasons why i think people should uh read the bible it's filled with interesting stuff like this like just imagine some of the most respectable people walking down mm-hmm. and this man with just crazy hair wearing <laughs> you know animal skins and stuff just goes yo you brood of vipers okay i'm like whoa geez, that's insulting in our day i can't imagine back then anyway what he then goes on to tell them is that the days of compassionless religion were coming to an end. That the days of using your religious authority, your mm-hmm. position, your power to hurt other people, to put religion above people was no longer going to be acceptable by God. Mm-hmm. I think that unfortunately what we experience today is that I think that is still a problem that... that 
we still haven't fixed right like i think we can and i think anybody is capable of doing this right that anybody can put their traditions their beliefs their church their whatever they can say all of that is more important than the individual sitting in front of me so when jesus showed up he said that is no longer going to be okay there's there's a new sheriff in town (laughs) there's a new way of doing things and it's brand new and that was jesus's first impression that was the first impression that people had of jesus his ministry and what he was here for and so what i was wondering and me sharing that with you and we've talked about it a few times that that being jesus's first public impression what stands out to you in that and then also like how does that differ than maybe your first impression of Jesus or impressions you've had of Jesus over the years. Yeah, well, um, I don't know, it kind of makes Jesus seem like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, pretty cool dude. I really have had no impressions of Jesus just because I didn't, haven't really learned much. I mean, I did take, like, CCD classes, but I was young, so we just learned there's this guy and his name is Jesus and he died for our sins on a cross. And I was like, well, what does that even mean? Like, right. then he rose, you know, then there's Easter. So <laughs> and he was born on Christmas. So those are the literally the only things that I really knew about Jesus before. Do you feel like you know what any of that means? Or are you still just like, I just know to say this. I still really don't know what a lot <laughs> of that means to be honest with you. Yeah. And um, how long did you go to CCD classes? Like, Eight years. Eight years. So you were in church for eight years and you don't feel like you you really know what that means. Yeah, well, it wasn't. I mean, it was like classes that taught us, but it pretty much was, it was, I was really young. Like I started in like probably when I was three or four and then, and it was basically just, they had snacks for us and then we made arts and crafts and we pretty much just heard the same stories over and over again, what I had just said, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't really anything that I learned that stood out to me and that I held on to really. Yeah. So you said that like the way it differs is that this is way more kind of engaging. I think quote was makes Jesus look more like a badass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that that's unfortunately. Yeah. I, you know, I I can understand too where some of it comes from that. I mean, we're talking about something that happened like 2000 years ago. It wasn't originally written in English Mm -hmm. and stuff. And so I get that. And I'm certainly not, the best at saying like you know you know or translating that super well or bringing that into our culture really well it can yeah. still be still be difficult but i think this is why sojourn and what we're trying to do at not church is talk about this as a journey because it is a journey of discovery right like it is something that as you learn more and it's something that takes some effort digging into that as we dig into this and we realize the significance of the things that Jesus was saying or teaching or his life, they become way more dynamic like this, right? Like, I think it's something we can all agree on that if you have authority, you shouldn't hurt people, mm-hmm. right? I And obviously, that's one of the biggest problems in our world today is people yeah. using their authority to hurt others. So that's cool that as you have been digging into this through Not Church that it's making it more dynamic for you or more mm-hmm. tangible for you. I wanted to ask, because I think a lot of people probably struggle with just entering into this, right? Because I think that, as you said, like we all maybe have some background in it. And, and I think people are doing the best that they can because this is important stuff. And so like no disrespect to any of the people that, 
you know, trying and stuff. But I think that it can just be hard to talk about, right? And yeah. so I was curious, what makes talking about Jesus or faith hard for you? Like, what is it that makes it difficult for you to talk about this stuff? Kind of just a lot of it stems to, like when I started with Sojourn, the faith aspect of Sojourn, it felt like a lot of people knew a lot more than me. Like the people, I mean, the peers my age, seemed like they knew a lot more than me. So it was almost kind of not discouraging. Like, I don't want to say that because Sojourn is not discouraging at all and not church isn't. But I just was like, well, why don't I know this stuff? Like mm-hmm. I grew up, you know, Christian or Catholic, whatever. And, but why don't I know any of this? And then thinking about it, it's like, well, my family doesn't go to church. My family doesn't really talk about this stuff to me. Right. That's kind of why it's so difficult for me, just because I don't know. Like, I really don't. And even sometimes when we talk about stuff, or like when I read the Bible with some, you know, members of Sojourn and stuff, I just, I don't, I don't understand it as much. I don't know. Like, I just, you just have like, I'm just like, what the heck? Like, what is going on? Like, all of it to me is just so confusing and and insane and just big. And Mm. so it kind of just, is a lot to like get through my head i guess understand yeah yeah and there's definitely a lot there now I, you're probably not the only one that feels that way you know like my guess is even people who are kind of interested in like you're like so where do i start <laughs> what do i do you know that's super i'm gonna be super difficult and like the one of the biggest things for me too kind of is like and i, I know everybody feels the same way but it's why why do bad things happen Mm. to people who are religious and i'm like Mm. and i know a lot of people have had like spiritual encounters or whatever like religious encounters and i've never had anything like that like things that people explain but for people who are so invested in their religion why are do bad things happen to them i feel like bad things happen to them more than because I'm not super into my religion. A lot of bad things don't happen to me. Like, knock on wood, I mean. <laughs> but it's like, then I hear stories from people who are really invested in religion, and I feel like the worst things happen to them. Mm. So it's like, and just the world in general, how bad things happen. And that's like another kind of, why Why am I going to believe in religion that all good things are going to happen because everything sucks mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that that and other other lines of that thinking is definitely stuff that that a lot of people question right yeah did you feel like before college you had a place to ask those questions no no yeah i think i think that actually leads into one of the things that i was going to share is that you know in this at the very beginning this guy a different guy named john there are too many johns like there are maddie's and sojourn (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this other guy john who actually followed jesus around he went at the end of his life he just i mean imagine imagine being one of jesus's friends right if Mm -hmm. jesus was real what we everything we know about him we're still talking about some random guy from two thousand years ago like Mm -hmm. being his friend had you got you have some party stories right right exactly guys (laughs) This one time, Jesus just walked across the water. Like, oh, man, <laughs> that story wins. I, I got nothing to talk about. So, like, I think right. he has some stories. But at the end of his life, towards the end of his life, he's looking back and he's like, I need to write this stuff down so that other people can 
know what I experienced, know what I saw, and so that they can believe that Jesus is the Son of God. One of the things he says at the very beginning is that he says that out of his fullness, he's talking about Jesus here, out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law, that's all the like rules, stuff that God said, for the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now, I think it's a perfect example about that there's just a lot of words in there and it's like, wait, Nate, what did you just say? But the key thing here that I love, there are two key things, is that grace in place of grace already given, meaning you don't have to have everything perfect, you mm-hmm. don't have to like, you have so many questions and feeling like you don't have everything together, all that, okay, grace there. And that grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And it really points to this relationship instead of just a list of rules that you have to follow. I often think of like if you're in a club somewhere, like at a gym, a lot of gyms have like, here's our list of rules. And if you break these rules, you're not allowed to be a gym member anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Other clubs have those rules too. Like, hey, follow these rules. You're fine. If you don't, you're out. Well, I think a lot of people view religion that way, right? Absolutely. Don't go to church, you're out, okay? Don't pray every week, every day, every whatever, okay? You're out. You don't give money. You don't believe the way I believe. You disagree Mm -hmm. with me. Okay, we have our list of rules. And right here at the beginning, we have this point in John chapter 1 of saying, no, that that Jesus came for for this relationship built on grace and truth. And so... I could talk about it all day, but that's my, you know, teaching side. I wanting to come out here, but my question I had for you in this is that you know John is pointing that Jesus came to restore a broken relationship with God, not just create a bunch of rules. And so, my question is, and I think you've already hinted at it some, is that like. Just in your past, has it presented to you as just a list of rules that you have to fit in? Like to get into the gym, you have to follow these rules? Or has it been presented to you as a relationship built on truth and grace? Yeah, I um, definitely list of rules because you get the Ten Commandments and everything. And that's what, you, that's what I learned. That's another thing I learned in CCD. And it was just not relationship it was just you need to do this this and this you can't do this you can't do this so it just made it seem like I think a lot of times growing up in high school too it like made it seem like well religion sounds boring right like I I can't have fun I can't do anything like right that that just doesn't sound fun to me that doesn't sound like I'm gonna want to invest my whole life into just being a little miss goody two-shoes kind of thing (laughs) Right. And then I meet you and I'm like, all right, well, never yeah. mind. It doesn't matter. Well, well, Nate's in. I'm like, geez, if Nate's in, they'll let anybody what the What the heck is going on? And then if you meet my wife, it's really like, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, stop. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Amanda's awesome. <laughs> no, you know, and, and I think that, that is, that's the crux of what most people struggle with is that, you know, unfortunately, the way things get presented is like, hey, Here's the club rules. And and I think the biggest club rule sometimes is that you just have to agree with what I say or you yeah. have to believe what I believe. And, you know, 
instead of like instead of this I mean if you think about it, if God is real and he wants a relationship he wants to know you I mean it sounds cheesy but be your friend I mean that's freaking incredible yeah <laughs> you know okay like and Jesus just again just in his first day or just all the events surrounding him becoming public because it was through John the Baptist his opener that it was said that compassionless um, non-relational religion mm -hmm. was no longer what the standard was anymore mm -hmm. and I think that if we realize that that changes everything yeah, that, absolutely. that completely changes everything. Because then I think you're much more likely, right, to then want to dive into the stuff because you're like, well, God wants to know me. He wants me to know him. Okay, what's going on? Like, the, yeah. like I want to learn about that instead mm -hmm. of just, oh, I get it. I can't do anything. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. or I'm wrong. I'm wrong on everything. I know. And I think there's some truths and stuff in there. I Totally. We're, none of us are perfect. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not trying to say... We're all perfect and there are things we need to work on, but they're totally is built on a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, the last thing I'd say on that and tell me if you agree is like, you know, think of any friendship you and I have uh, and even being friends with each other, you know, it's built on a relationship of truth and grace that when, you know, <clears throat> as much crap as I give you, I don't believe that you're a bad person that you're trying and stuff so if you ever do something that kind of hurts me and stuff i just tell you hey i don't appreciate that yeah and that's happened before right i'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah it's definitely happened and you stop yeah. right because it's built on a relationship but if i just met you and said oh okay nice to meet you here's a list of rules you need to <laughs> yeah, follow like, well, i don't want to talk to you yeah, right? <laughs> like, like, okay who's this weirdo? freak <laughs> yeah right and that's the difference in a relationship built on just a list of rules. And, and, and I really think that it's the same way mm -hmm. uh, with Jesus. And it's just way, way cooler. You know, as we uh, kind of wrap up, something I'd like to ask, because I think many people can probably relate to a lot of what you're sharing, is what is something you could maybe do to explore faith more? Like, what is maybe a next step for you personally? I think the biggest thing is, Probably to try to go to church. Mm, try a um, church out. <laughs> I know, I know you and all the staff members of Sojourn go to um, like Christian churches that are a lot more casual. Yeah. And I mean, I've actually gone to a couple throughout my journey with Sojourn, and I have liked them, but I just always make that excuse: "Oh, Sundays are for homework. Sundays <laughs> are for this." Like. Oh, um, Our football now, you know, yeah. Like, oh, I was up so late Saturday night because of work and all this stuff. So I just need to stop with the excuses and mm -hmm. start going or check it out, something. Yeah. What's something that would help you? Like, is it, uh, you just need to find somebody that's going to drag you out of bed? That's what it sounds like. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> find some friends to go with. I did actually make a schedule for myself for the school year, and I added gym like going to the gym so maybe mm. i'll just add go to church <laughs> yeah there you go there you go shuffle around my homework a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny yeah i think um you know i think that yeah on the church front that there's so much that's that's probably a whole nother episode but it's one of those things that i think sometimes we can 
act like they go into churches the end goal right Mm -hmm. and stuff but and so i love that how you're talking about it right now that you're like i know that's not the end goal but that that is the next step that would definitely help me out you know Mm -hmm. because i do think that's where uh there are probably other people out there that are like yeah i probably it's i've just been fighting it i don't want to yeah i don't want (laughs) to do it it's a little inconvenient but i know it's kind of the next step for me Mm -hmm. so that's super awesome well I think the last thing I'd add is just thanks to all our listeners. Thanks to Maddie for being here. Thanks for uh, having me. Being the the guinea pig, the first one. This is my first podcast ever. So. I know it's it's. I mean, it's, there's just so much, so much first happening here. So Adrian's <laughs> first podcast. We got our first interview here. So really appreciate Madison for that. If you guys found this interview interesting, you found this stuff interesting. Not Church happens every Wednesday night. We post it on our Facebook page, which you can find a link in the description. Uh, you should totally check out Not Church. And even more important than that, if any of this also interested you and you want to talk about it more, you want to find friends to talk about it more, just grab some friends, make them listen to this podcast, and then you guys talk about it and talk about how you think me and Madison are completely wrong or completely right. Okay? <laughs> totally up to you, but totally... Continue the conversation, and we hope to see you around. Peace!